Morning. How's everyone doing today? Um, hope you guys are having a good day. Um, yesterday I talked a bit more about Facebook. Um, and I was working on that post about um, what's included in the data download. Um, kept um, kind of plugging away on that tool a bit yesterday. Um, have some more stuff. Uh, the post isn't finished yet. As always, things take a little longer than expected. Um, but I want to show you a couple things actually um, today on screen because um, I think that would be important. But what really kind of um, delayed getting the post ready, um, let me just kill the audio in the background here, what really kind of got the post um, or delayed the post was I was really scrambling around to try to find a tool to properly illustrate the map. Um, so really, um, you know, visualizing geospatial data, a fancy way for making maps uh, or for saying making maps. Um, I, there's a ton of different tools out there, but they all kind of suck. Um, and I think that's a big problem because as we're having more and more data um, and access to that data, how do you make it useful, right? You need to be able to process it automatically. You need to be able to script that, but you also need some handy tools where you can just play around with it. And uh, there's a few commercial offerings out there. Um, I was running through all that. I tried through a bunch of open source ones um, and I got some decent results. Um, yesterday on the show here, I had shown you um, the, the web view, um, which is great for interactive, um, you know, for showing it on a page, but I don't really need this to be interactive data. What I had in my mind was actually just a pretty straightforward um, movie uh, of, you know, showing a map and then data populating in with the date um, over time. All right, so show a year's worth of Facebook activity um, and show that popping up on the map as different things were logged in the data download. Um, shouldn't be really hard to do. Apparently, it's kind of tricky. Um, there's a number of things that need to go in there. Um, of course, you know, um, I do a lot of work in Python, which is a programming language, um, and there's a great mapping toolkit in there. But like most open source projects, there's a giant pain in the you-know-what to try to get installed and set up. So not really usable for a script that I'm going to release out into the public, um, unless I want to provide a whole bunch of extra instructions, which I'm not super interested in. I don't think anybody would be super interested in trying either. So right now the tool just dumps out our data in a couple different formats. Um, so like CSV, so comma separated values or um, some JSON, make it usable in your favorite tool. Um, so I'll wrap that up and get that out uh, as quick as I can. But um, on the side of data and visualization, things like that, um, this afternoon, I'm going to a um, event, a uh, mini conference um, here in town for the government of Canada, looking at um, future technologies and foresight, um, applying data from foresight um, into government policies and things like that. So it should be really interesting. I was invited as an external participant, um, which is a nice little honor. I really appreciate that. Um, should be a fascinating afternoon of discussions. Um, really looking forward to it, but of course it cuts into time of getting stuff like this ready. So a um, little bit of a challenge there, but uh, as always, you know, as you've seen uh, following along uh, on Mornings with Mark here, things rarely plan, uh, work out as planned for my day. It's a miracle that anything gets done, but I wanted to show you guys a little bit of my screen here. Um, and I'm just going to rotate. I'm going to kill my cam for a sec because this will look better. Um, so on the uh, side of visualization, so let me just double check this. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, so this uh, was the tool that I forgot about, which is ridiculous because uh, uh, as you, many of you know, I'm an AWS community hero. This is Amazon QuickSight. Um, and it was really, really simple to get this visualization up and running. Um, like five seconds kind of easy um, and what I've got here um, and I won't go into how you or how I set that up but pretty much a, you know I gave it a comma separated value file and then said display this in a map and now I've got a different colored dot um, based on the date um, and then the size is the number of things that occurred at that location um, and you can see you know here's my activity for 27 to 2014 through to 2018 
the activity really only includes um, photos from earlier than 2017 so um, I can easily set up a filter um, and not allow uh, so I can add a filter and say you know hey don't display anything from 2014 just give me 2017 um, but you can see this was all in my personal Facebook data dump so you can see I do get around the world quite a bit um, down in through Texas and the you know Canada and the United States um, in general but then through Tokyo quite a bit um, down to Australia once and then into the EU as well um, but yeah, I totally forgot about uh, Amazon QuickSight, and it was a, it's a fantastic tool. If I want to look at this in a completely different way, um, I just click on a different chart, and it'll show me a different progression, and I can just play around with the different um, visualization types um, and add and replace whatever I need. And uh, there we go. Now we'll go back to a map. Um, very cool tool. I totally forgot about it, which is abs all sorts of irony um, given my position as a community hero. Um, but I'll be posting uh, this map display out um, on the blog post, checkmarkand.ca for that, um, later today uh, or tomorrow. Um, same with Twitter, I'll post uh, a link there. Other thing I wanted to talk about was this interesting little parser bug that somebody had posted about. Um, some people were starting to freak out a little bit about it um, as far as the iOS camera, so your iPhone, iPad camera. If you um, take a photo of a QR code, this is a QR code here, this ugly blob. They're not extremely popular here in North America, but um, in Asia Pacific, uh, you see them quite a bit. Essentially what it is, is if you scan this with your smartphone's camera, it will display a link. Um, so you can see here this little GIF uh, of this happening. So he scanned it with his um, camera and voila, it takes you to a website. So he's looking at it here, click on the notification. Yeah, go to that and off it takes you to the website. Um, very easy way to get complicated URLs into mobile phones. Uh, but what this vulnerability is, or what this issue is, is essentially there's a way to format uh, your QR code, which is just an encoded URL, um, to take you somewhere else. So in this case, it's saying go to Facebook, but then really go to this guy's website. And so the notification says Facebook, but it then takes you somewhere else. This is not a massive security issue. It's a quality control issue in the parser. Um, they did not write this strongly enough, but it reminds everybody yet again um, that you need to very, very much... Um, be aware uh, of when you're clicking on notifications, when you're taking an input from other things, when you're visiting random URLs, make sure that you're actually getting to the site that you think you're getting to. Um, so a little interesting thing there, and I saw that picking up steam, so I wanted to talk about it a bit, because um, it kind of goes to a larger theme of we are expected to kind of click on things um, and respond to all these notifications, and we very uh, come, we become very habitualized to it, and we don't really think about it too much, you just tap on it and go. Um, very trivial example here um, of a case of a malicious notification, um, but we are starting to see those pop up more and more. And again, a good reminder where, um, you know, make sure the phone and the tools that you're using are serving you and not serving someone else's purpose. And I know that's sort of a vague platitude, but it is what it is. Um, that's kind of a seed of an idea that I'm sure will pop up uh, into something more. Um, but my uh, short answer right now, my, my immediate thing is, um, Looking at that Facebook data, I really like to get that out because you're seeing um, Facebook executives start to testify in various places, um, and that is gaining steam. As a um, Chris Vickery over at UpGuard found a new data trove um, from a subcontractor to Cambridge Analytica that exposes a whole bunch more stuff, and this is going to be another go round of uh, data analytics and tracking, um, which I think is a critical issue. So um, that's the morning for me, and then this afternoon, that great um, event uh, for the GOC. 
Uh, other than that, I hope you guys are having a great day as always. There we go. Uh, Mark NCA. Hit me up uh, here in the comments online. Always happy to chat. I know I've got a few replies outstanding right now. I will get to them. I do get to them. Um, sometimes it just uh, takes a little while. So bear with me. Uh, hope you guys have a great day and we will talk to you.